Good evening from Charlotte. I'm James Briarton. Welcome to a special edition of the Carolina Weather Group. It is 9.15 now on Sunday. May the Sunday, 17th. That's right. I know that Scotty Powell <laughs> is uh, with us uh, fresh off his uh, return to uh, NASCAR viewing. And I know, Scotty, that has made you a very happy man. And I was very excited to see sports in general, but especially NASCAR, yes. I think a lot of our audience is with you as well, too. We are on the air tonight because, as you can see, along the left-hand side of your screen or uh, what we will be telling you about if you're listening to the audio version of uh, this broadcast is we are watching Tropical Storm Arthur uh, right now, as of uh, the latest advisory here on Sunday evening, the storm is still a tropical storm, and we should say right off the bat that luckily uh, we are expecting this to uh, to stay a tropical storm. The forecast does not have it strengthening uh, beyond that, but you can see the latest satellite imagery today from visible as we head on into the nighttime here. Maximum sustained winds about 45 miles an hour or so. Uh, as we go on through tomorrow, this will be a semi-slow moving storm, and Scotty and I will be breaking it down here in just a moment along with uh, reports on the ground from Evan Fisher and uh, Dan Whitaker. You can see the forecast cone here from the National Hurricane Center, which has all of their operations in gear and operating a little early, a little before the hurricane season. But as the storm gets going tomorrow, uh, we are expecting conditions to pop up just north of probably the Wilmington metro as you make your way towards New Bern and along the outer banks where we have a tropical storm warning in effect. You can see here on the cone that uh, by 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, it'll just be offshore of the South Carolina, North Carolina border. And then by uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon or so tomorrow, just off uh, Cape Hatteras. Uh, Scotty, when you look at the, uh, the forecast for this storm, uh, I think the big theme for the week is going to be rainfall, rainfall, rainfall. Yeah, definitely so, James. Uh, this tropical system actually uh, is going to be kind of minor in the rainfall department compared to what could happen over a good portion of the Carolinas, especially along and west of Interstate 77. Uh, we're going to have an upper-level low system kind of move in after Arthur departs and kind of just get cut off, and we call those cut-off lows. And when that happens, they just kind of meander back and forth, and, and from that, the results we get from that uh, could be some heavy rain. In fact, uh, the way that this, this upper-level low is featuring, it looks like it could bring some pretty substantial rainfall into western North Carolina. You can see right now, this is the uh, Weather Prediction Center. Uh, flash flood guidance, uh, per se, kind of like the severe weather outlook. This is the flash flooding or excessive rainfall outlook. And we have anywhere between a marginal to a slight risk of some flash flooding. Uh, this is a one-to-four scale, so the marginal scale from the Charlotte, uh, Winston-Salem area down towards uh, Columbia and even uh, portions of the upstate of South Carolina. That's a one out of four chance. And then the slight risk is for the uh, foothills and the mountains, even into the upper north, upper upstate of South Carolina. That's a slight, which is a two of four risk for some flash flooding. So uh, as Arthur departs off the coast, all attention will turn to the Western Carolinas where flash flooding anywhere between four to maybe even six inches of rain I uh, could fall in the area and from now until Friday. James. And what's so interesting about this setup is that if you look at the Storm Prediction Center outlook, not just for rain, but for, for severe weather in general, we have that marginal risk you discussed across the mountains into the upstate and even to parts of like Charlotte and the Sand Hills. But notice it's actually not along the Outer Banks, which is what I think the point we're trying to drive home is we need to watch these tropical storm conditions 
that are going to be possibly occurring along the Outer Banks and is going to cause a situation there where, you know, we are constantly seeing overwash along the banks when a storm comes rolling on through. And so if you're watching tonight from the Outer Banks where, where Dan Whitaker is, uh, this is going to be a tropical storm for you on Monday. But if you're watching from western North Carolina, upstate South Carolina, it's the flash flooding that's actually coming from rain not associated with Arthur that is kind of causing a, uh, a double play setup for Monday. Uh, and and the, the big headline again for the week is going to be rain, rain, rain. Even after Arthur is gone, that same setup is going to continue to cause an issue uh, for potential flash flooding. Uh, and I think, Scotty, right before the show, you were actually looking at some of the forecasted rainfall accumulations. And I'm going to have you read this off in just a second, but I'm sure we got people sitting at home right now listening to us going, wait a second, your show says we are tracking Tropical Storm Arthur, which we certainly are, but it's a double whammy in terms of we've got a simultaneous threat across the western half of the uh, the region. So uh, tell us a little bit, I guess, uh, Scotty, if you would, about uh, what you're worried about there in terms of uh, rainfall accumulations in the western half of the Carolinas. Yeah, definitely. So let me uh, see if we can get this screen share up, and uh, I will show you uh, what we are looking at. See if you can see it. Okay, I think you can see it now. So let's look at the Outer Banks first. You can see where the mouse, the cursor is at. You can see three, four inches of rain possible. That's really not a lot with tropical systems, but we are going to watch for maybe some isolated flooding out on the Outer Banks. But as you look back here towards the mountains and the foothills, uh, right up along this garment, we're seeing anywhere between four inches in the Charlotte, Gastonia area, uh, five to six inches from Hickory up to North Wilkesboro, uh, seven to eight inches up in the mountains. So this area right here, if you can kind of draw uh, from the upstate all the way back towards Statesville and Charlotte, uh, that's the area of concern for rainfall. And this uh, this uh, specific outlook is through um, Saturday at 8 a.m., but uh, the primary focus will start tomorrow uh, through the day Thursday with the heaviest rainfall. So definitely uh, would not be surprised. I was reading earlier from the weather service. Uh, they were talking about the next forecast shift actually may start to issue some flash flood watches. So uh, don't be totally shocked if you live in the western part of the state, even into the upstate uh, central North Carolina, to start seeing some flash flood watches issued as uh, we continue to watch this threat for heavy rain as well as the tropical storm threat on the eastern part of North Carolina. So a very busy uh, week coming yeah. up weather-wise for the Carolinas with two systems, Tropical Storm Arthur and then uh, this upper-level low that's just going to kind of set over the area and produce a lot of heavy what, rain. What a complete opposite turn it has been since <laughs> uh, last week when we had that beautiful, high-pressure, sunny, cool, you know, relatively cool, not yeah, too humid yeah. uh, condition. So hopefully we've done a decent job here of setting up for you the two simultaneous threats that we're going to be watching at the start of the new work week tomorrow. But we don't want to completely underplay the fact that we do have an early season tropical storm out there right now off the coast is going to be impacting the Outer Banks. That's where Carolina Weather Group's Dan Whitaker filed this report shortly before sunset. Um, I just want to show you around at the current conditions here. Um, we have some pretty rocky waves out there um, and some big peaks to some of these waves as well. Let's see if we can kind of get in and uh, let you see what I'm seeing. Also behind me here, um, the clouds that you see are actually from, uh, they came in from where Tropical Storm Arthur was originating and coming up the coastline. Um, so they've been coming from 
the south and uh, it was clear earlier today as you can see as I pan around you still have a moment of blue sky left to the north of us where the storm uh, and outer clouds have not reached so if we look back towards where tropical storm Arthur is coming from you can see uh, definitely a lot of clouds um, no precipitation yet uh, but the wind speeds are getting pretty good um, I would say uh, what I've recorded on my anemometer is in an excess of about 17 miles an hour. Uh, just slightly kind of starting to pick up. So uh, we have some people on the beach here. Um, kind of, uh, you can see them down the way behind me. A couple of uh, beach umbrellas set up, blowing in the wind, some people uh, enjoying. Uh, their last day at the beach before it gets rainy here, uh, probably starting uh, sometime relatively soon and into tomorrow and the next day. Uh, predicted to have really high riptides right now, so hopefully everyone stays safe. Um, but otherwise, here is the beginning of the storm. All right, thank you for that, Dan, and uh, definitely some rough surf out there on the Outer Banks. Uh, hopefully it's not too bad out there for those uh, folks who are out venturing at the beach. Uh, we also have Evan Fisher, uh, who is down in the Folly Beach area in South Carolina, and he filed this report earlier. Thanks, Scotty. So yeah, the only conditions we're gonna be seeing here in South Carolina are rough surf and rip currents from Tropical Storm Author. Most of the uh, high winds and stuff like that and heavy rains will stay up in North Carolina. Uh, but nonetheless, high surf and rip currents are a serious threat, especially as beachgoers uh, start to come back to places like Folly Beach, Sullivan's Island, and uh, Isle of Palms, as well as up towards uh, Myrtle Beach. So we've got the lifeguards out. Everyone be safe if you get in the water. Preferably do not get in the water, um, but you know, surfers and other people will be. Uh, so that's pretty much the only thing we're looking at here. Evan Fisher there, just uh, south of Charleston a little bit earlier today. Uh, and I think, uh, Scotty, the points on both of those reports strike the same. Clouds rolling in, winds picking up a little bit. Certainly Dan in the Outer Banks is going to see more of it than Charleston, which is just kind of getting this thing offshore. But rip currents, if, if for some reason, and it's a whole nother conversation as to why people are choosing to congregate on the beach in these times. But if you are out, rip currents is going to be a threat, Scotty. Definitely, yeah. The, that I think, besides maybe the gusty winds, that's the most noticeable thing with this is going to be the rip currents. I was looking at the National Weather Service in Moorhead City right now. They do have some... Uh, beach uh, hazard statements out about rip currents. So uh, basically, if you are out there, if you do find yourself out the beach and you want to test the waters, make sure you look at the lifeguard stand. They'll have uh, what the rip currents are. And in some cases, if they're bad enough, they're going to close uh, the area for, for um, going out into the surf. So be sure to uh, be mindful of that. Also, some coastal flight of batteries. As, uh, as James mentioned earlier, we always seem to see some washout in the Outer Banks. So uh, definitely... Worst storms have come through the Outer Banks. This is going to be a breeze, no pun intended. Uh, but again, it it's, does remind us, James, that uh, come June 1st, hurricane season will be here. And it seems like over the last four or five years, we've had these early uh, systems develop before the official start of the hurricane season. It looks like 2020 is going to join in on that party as well. And uh, the hurricane season will be kicking off here in short time. And uh, we are certainly already have our A name in play 
other names of the season include Josephine for J, Nana for N, which my son is really looking forward to because he calls my mother his grandmother Nana. Uh, although we don't call him this, I believe, is T Teddy? I believe so. I believe. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you want to check out a, a really good video, um, Tim Buckley's Tim Buckley. Great. Yes. Yeah. You know, meteorologists always get a bed wrap for trying tell, to pronounce tell, all these names. Go go to our Carolina Weather Group Facebook page. I think we shared it out last week. Uh, a little PSA from Tim Buckley on the hurricane names. Uh, Meredith uh, is watching from the Charleston area. Uh, she said they've had some very brief rain sprinkles and cloudy down in the Charleston area. So those outer bands starting to affect coastal South Carolina and eventually up into coastal North Carolina. That's right, Scotty. And uh, again, we will be with you uh, through tomorrow, through the rest of the rain threat this week, and through the entire hurricane season here on the Carolina Weather Group. Uh, it's a good reminder to let you know that you can subscribe to us right here on this platform you are watching right now for updates just like this. Uh, we will also have a new live continuous feature, knock on wood, rolling out tomorrow morning. <laughs> Just in time for the early start to the hurricane season, it uh, jumped the gun a little bit, and uh, we're going to try to stay in pace with it. Uh, you'll be able to find that on our YouTube channel, Carolina Weather Group. And uh, lastly, uh, we always do like to let you know, and it is a shameless plug, but it does serve uh, a, a valuable purpose if and when we get a major storm that is, is threatening utilities and internet and, uh, and power lines, uh, that our podcast feed, the one that you can listen to the audio versions of specials like this and our weekly show, uh, that uh, can be found on platforms like Spotify and Google Play uh, and other popular platforms. But my point is, if and when, you know, let's say Governor Cooper were to hold a, a briefing, we would carry that on the audio form as well, too, in case you you find yourself in an area where there's not a lot of internet but scotty as of right now no no scheduled briefings that i'm aware of no nothing no briefings no evacuations on the coast i just uh checked that before we went live so um yeah i think this is more just uh, an early way to hey just a little reminder you know we've been battling the coronavirus and COVID 19 but it also is a reminder hey we also have to worry about hurricane season and as in 2020 nature mother nature is, is throwing us a little curveball even got jump started us james i know we were trying to start this out with the rollout of hurricane season but we had to really get the uh, fast forward on this pretty quickly uh, to get the new uh, 24 hour out at uh, 24 hour stream going out uh, so Bear with us. We're uh, we're gonna get through this, and uh, I'm sure this will not be the uh, only tropical system we talk about this year. Yeah, uh, probably, probably not. So uh, one last look here as we come up at 9:30 on the Sunday night to the National Hurricane Center forecast as of the 8 p.m. advisory on Tropical Storm Arthur uh, as you come into dawn and daybreak off the North Carolina coast, really north of Wilmington. We think Wilmington itself will be okay, but again, kind of from the New Bern, Atlantic Beach, Hatteras, out along the Outer Banks, uh, and up to uh, Nags Head, you have a tropical storm warning that'll be in effect for uh, Monday as the storm will approach. Do expect uh, some gusty conditions. Watch, watch for some overwash 
Woo, say that three times fast. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a little bit of a lopsided storm. We haven't talked too much about it, but you can actually see on this graphic, or we'll, uh, we'll describe it to you if you're listening to the audio, that a lot of the tropical storm force winds are on the eastern half of the eye. And that's you know still typically stronger northeast quadrant. But as this storm kind of just brushes the outer banks, hopefully, Scotty, that's some good news where maybe that west half of the side won't be as bad as that east half of the side. So. Yeah, you're right about that. And another thing, uh, give our friends, if you are out on the coast, uh, National Weather Service, Wilmington, National Weather Service, Moorhead City, National Weather Service, Charleston, uh, go uh, find their uh, Twitter platforms. They're pushing out a lot of great information. We have an internal chat, and it's been lighting up with information they've been put, putting out. So if you find yourself on the coast, go follow those uh, folks on Twitter. They'll give you the uh, information as well. So um, here we go, 2020 hurricane season, off to an early start, James. Thank you, Scotty. And on behalf of uh, Scotty Powell up there in the foothills of Western North Carolina, Dan Whitaker reporting from the Outer Banks and uh, Evan Fisher there in the Charleston area. I'm James Brereton in Charlotte. We'll be back with updates as news warrants on this and everything throughout the hurricane season. But for now, enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening and we'll see you tomorrow for more from the Carolina Whitaker.